Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Sixine. Uh, nope. It's nope. Scrizim. Scri- well, the M, the M is a V-I, so it's Scrivi. 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 Yeah. Scrivi. Hi. Really hey. spooky pants. <laughs> Hi, turkeys. Uh, <laughs> What's up, jerks? <laughs> <laughs> my name is David Bell. Uh, my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Scrivi. Scrivi. We just watched Scrivi. the sixth Scream movie. Yeah. <laughs> Six of Try them. telling your teen self that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I was doing the math in the theater, and it really bum- bummed me out. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was like... That was like 27 years ago. Okay, cool. Yeah, fuck cool. us. I, I haven't been a teenager for a long time, and I inch ever mm. closer to death each day. Yeah, my bones hurt. What is this place? A shrine. Did you miss me? He's gonna keep coming after us. Maybe he gets to win this time. We've got to lure him in. And we execute him. My whole skeleton uh, hurts, Dave. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It just um, it, it can't okay. it can't wait to be to be free of of my worthless flesh. <laughs> this is oh god, that sounds so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all right. So this is the same team from the one before this, right? Yes. Yeah. The Radio Silence. They call themselves. Okay, and if people are curious, they can go listen to our review of that one. Uh. I remember I, I was pretty lukewarm. I don't, uh, you seemed, I, I mean, I'm just going by memory. Um, I seemed, I only, I seem to remember I liked it better than you, but I didn't yeah. love it. I just thought it was, I thought it was, dis- we both came down that it was disappointing. Right. And I think it's because for me, at least the marketing for that one was like, it's a brand new scream. It's like, we're, we're resetting the franchise. It's going to be like nothing you ever seen. And then it was just like another scream. Yeah. It was just another and it scream was like, movie. Oh, it was it was a um, very basic scream movie, yeah, and it's it was disappointing because we like the filmmakers. Well, yeah, we, we like uh, Ready or Not, Ready or Not, Southbound. Yeah. So, what did you think about this Scream Six? Uh, Dave, I thought this movie was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Okay. I I didn't mind it. I kind of liked it. Okay. Um, okay. I do I do think it was pretty bad, but was... I did I did have fun. I, I have to say, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I think it was, I think I might have liked it better than the previous one, but maybe I didn't. I don't know. It's, <laughs> yes. So I have a lot of problems with it. <laughs> I think, uh, so I think your assessment is probably better than mine. I came into this movie with a deep, deep nihilism where I had, I was expected to be disappointed. Uh, and so I'll, I guess I'll just explain why i liked it for uh, all right um what did you like about it dave i i it's more of just that i had fun i think what it is is that the new city environment was enough to entertain me uh there a lot of it wasn't still it was just like apartments and it's like well that might as well just be a house Mm-hmm. Um, but what the way they, you know, the alleyway murder, mm-hmm. uh, the subway stuff, I, I, I liked the ending set piece. I liked this weird idea of like a serial killer museum. There was something like inherently creepy to me about that, about like seeing all this stuff together, like, like this weird reverence. Like, I think this captured those, the those weird reverence exist. that they yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, that, that like the murderers had yeah um th- what's unfortunate is that they don't really capture that with who the murderers are and of course we're gonna spoil this i will say proudly the f- the moment i met the characters i said oh they did it 
and they did it. Uh, and I was right. I never wavered. And uh, maybe that's, I think that's the fault of the writing. It is. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, this okay, did you also have the same thing? Very badly written. Well, they were the only characters they could have been. Well, they're also the only characters who had any exposition around him. So the roommate, so uh, there, th- I only predicted two of the three. There's three killers, folks. Again, we're going to spoil the shit out of this. Um, and there's a roommate and like, she just like let slip that like her dad's a cop early. Uh, and then like let slip that like their brother died and that never means anything. And it's like, well, obviously that's a motive. Like why would a character randomly say that their brother died mm-hmm. uh, and it never matter? It's like, oh no, they did it. And then the dad shows up who's the cop and I'm, and they're saying stuff where it's like, oh, the, this, they had this stuff. This was in a police rock lockup. How'd they get it? And it's like, well, the cop uh, and, and they kill her, but you never see her die. Uh, and then the cop is on the scene and it's like, okay, they faked her death. Like it's, it's very obvious. I thought, uh, because of that one element where it's like, they're giving exposition for these two characters that don't mean anything unless they're the killer. And they're also, they were also Uh, the only characters who weren't returning characters, essentially outside of like hot guy from across the, the building. Uh, who right. might have been my favorite character. That guy was incredible. I loved him. He had like this dirtbag energy that I really yeah, liked. Yeah, they should have brought him like, with to the finale. He would have fucked that ghost face up. I know. I know. I know they had to figure out. There's a lot of characters they had to, like, finding yeah, Figure out a way to write him reasons. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> write him out of the finale. <laughs> yeah. He, I he wanna... looked like he would beat the hell out of somebody in a ghost mask. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He really does. He looks like he just instantly. Um, but like that, that is, of course, the problem with this movie is that and in, in I would say every Scream sequel is like why they always begin with like the characters prepared this time and then they're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, I have a gun now. Oh, I dropped my gun. And it's like, well, you should take some fucking classes, shouldn't you? Yeah, maybe tie like, that thing is- to your wrist like a Wiimote. Yeah, Gail Weathers should be like a Navy SEAL at this point. Right. Uh, that was, speaking of Gail, that was a huge problem I had with the film was that there are, I think, no kidding, four different characters that they do the, they get stabbed and you think they're dead, but they come back at the end. And there's like, they, yes. they do the David Arquette thing where it looked like he was dead in the original and then he comes back at the end and it's all like, we're, we're supposed to be relieved. But they do it four times in this right, movie. Right, so... This is the problem with this, and I would argue a lot of Scream movies, is they do this. I thought this had one of the, the, the opening of this I loved. I loved the that's, opening. Of so this. did I. So did I. And then the rest, that's part of, I, I want to talk about that in a second. Yeah. Part, well, part of the reason why I was so disappointed, because that opening makes a lot of offers and, and presents what I thought of two interesting ways that the movie was going to go, and it didn't go either way. Yes. So it, yes. So the opening is uh, incredible. Is that um Spider-Man's bully? Yeah, that was Flash Thompson. Okay, uh, Tony Tony Re- uh, Revolio, yeah. I think. It starts with a woman um doing a very stupid thing, uh, on a date and like gets lured into the alleyway, mm-hmm. and then once she's lured, and the voice is like, "I can't believe you got lured in here." And this is this happens a few times in this movie. You're in a city. Just run and scream. Uh, but she just like freezes in this alleyway <laughs> until yeah. she can get killed and she gets killed. And um, the first offer of the movie that made me go, Oh hell yeah. Because I even they, so uh Ghostface bends down and they stay on him for a second. I was like, are you going to do what I think you're going to do? And they do it. He takes off his mask yeah, and we just see his face. Yep. And it's, and and it's I, Tony Rivellore. Yeah. It's a uh, flash Thompson yeah. from Spider-Man. And, movies. and my hope I was like, oh my God, what if the whole movie is like this? Yes. What if, yeah. That's one of the two, that's one of the things I thought might happen is like, oh, what if they, because that would be really subverting the series is you find out who the killer is immediately and the movie just follows them from their perspective. Right. That would have been incredible. As they're trying not to get caught. Yeah, that would be, that would have been really interesting. (laughs) Right. It's it's uh, like the um it's like Hostel Two yeah however you feel about the Hostel movies but Hostel Two does a really smart scene where it's you follow the people who are doing the torturing right because how do you make a franchise fresh yeah you change you change things like the perspective it makes perfect sense uh, but then we keep following him and it becomes pretty clear like okay he's gonna die he's gonna get murdered uh, he's, yeah. he's yeah but they do a thing when he does get murdered where you find yeah. out he okay, has a, good. he has a partner uh, and they're planning to do a, their own scream killing spree, but they both right. get killed by a ghost face. Uh, 
and um, he, I forget what he says to Ghostface about, and it's something in reference to the movies. And Ghostface says, "Who gives a shit about movies?" And then that's the and, bam and title kind of, screen. And that also excited me because I was like, "Right, thank fucking god!" Um, like a Ghostface that doesn't care about scary right. movies well, here's, would be great. Here's what I was thinking, because uh, especially up until they get the first phone call too. Where it's yep. like, because Ghostface tells them, he's like, oh, I killed these two jokers that were going to come murder you. Like, I thought it was going to, the killer was going to be, uh, well, at least I thought it, it might go this way. I was like, oh, man, what if the killer is some kind of weird vigilante who's yep. kill, who is spends the movie killing a bunch of Ghostface wannabes and then, of course, comes for the main characters to make them stop? Like, maybe it's a, a victim's uh, family member or something. Right. It's like, it, this, thinking, the only way, the only way these copycats even... will stop is if we wipe everybody out that's involved right and that would have been really interesting yeah and the in the word the the fucking i think it says who gives a fuck but it doesn't matter this cutting to titles after he says who gives a fuck about scary movies it made an offer which is like oh we're throwing everything out yeah um and that's what this needs and this is the problem with scream the inherent like issue with all the sequels um but mainly the like these later ones the past two is that they want to be subversive. They they say we are so subversive. The problem is, it's producers deciding these things, so they don't know how to be subversive, and, and they, so they don't go. They don't do the extra mile. They they're too scared to actually be they, subversive. Yeah, they still just have a scene in both of these new movies now where a character brings the film to a screeching halt. The same character in both movies yeah. to go through this really painfully forced like here are the rules of scary movies i hear the rules of the of a sequel to a requel and i was about to say that, that I, if we weren't covering this for a podcast i would have walked out in that scene because that, that scene, scene was so cynical and like condescending and like badly it's like it was like well, it I, was like telling it felt like it was telling us fuck you for watching this but also we're still doing the thing that you should you should think is stupid. Does that make yeah, sense? I, no, I have a thing to say about that okay. scene because that scene, the, the movie almost completely lost me as well. Yeah. Um, like again, I had fun watching this movie cause I had no expectations for it, but that scene made me go, Oh fuck. It's the character um, going so, like, Oh, and the core four characters returning from the previous movie there. None of them are safe. It's like, she's casually talking about the fact that she and her brother might get murdered. And like two, right. her two other friends might get murdered, but she's and she doesn't behave well, like this in any other scene in the movie. Here's well, yes, that scene felt like a producer note. It felt like a reshoot because it doesn't it really fit in the did. rest of the movie. Yeah. They just had like that's the weird thing. They they're like the let next scene, the scene earlier, they're like terrified, they're they're exhausted, and then it cuts to them like in a random park that they've never been to yeah. and she it just starts with her like okay here's the rules and then they cut out of that and then it yeah but i want to know something like about two, that like two scenes later her girlfriend gets gutted and falls out of a fire escape like yeah, it's exactly it's so fucking weird it's just right. it's the worst scene in any movie <laughs> and but it's I have just two right in the middle of this that. one like a dead fish okay yeah two things to note one they it's about how fucking subversive it's gonna be right yeah, yeah. they're like the main characters could die we could die nobody dies in fact they compare it to scream 2 and if you remember scream 2 more people die in that movie this is less subversive than scream 2 also like no did you notice all of the beats are the same as scream 2 that's what i was about to say okay it's also exactly scream they two. just remade it's scream the, it's two. the parent it's the parent of the the murderer in the last one uh-huh. coming back and, and even they, even the finale is in a theater like they do the yeah, same exactly. they, they do the park scene they With do the robes yeah it's it's the same it's just scream two. they do the, yeah. they do a fire they do somebody getting stabbed in a public place surrounded by it's just scream two again. but they they barely call attention to that fact yeah they like say it once um that in stab to but then so okay so but th- you'd expect then that they'd go okay we're gonna subvert it because we literally have a character saying anything goes and then nothing goes nobody like like we said the the most of the main <laughs> core characters survive all of them even do. the ones yeah even the ones that are like stabbed to the point where it's like they should have died right so they they like... take it back they're too scared to actually do the fucking thing that they're claiming their own movie is gonna do yeah, it's it's like it reminded me a little bit of Scream Four, where it introduced a whole new generation of characters and killed them all. 
Right. See, I liked that. <laughs> I didn't. That I didn't. But it was is it, a good idea. I thought it, de- it because, depends. Like if you were coming in to be like, it's a fresh new start for the series, and also we got some of the old characters coming back, and you just kill off all of the but new that's, characters. That's the actual subversive thing, isn't <laughs> that's it? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Like imagine if the new Star Wars did that. Like that is that is actually subversive. Whereas this one is is claims it's going to be subversive and then isn't in any way well something uh, something else i wanted to call out about the the rules scene is when she's listing off okay here's all the ways it's gonna you you don't know what to expect and then she goes and rattles off all of these things that have been tropes for a very long time yes i also want to know something really so i think this goes into the core reason that this movie failed in my opinion i mean it's uh, doing it's the biggest opening of the entire franchise like it's doing well no, no, I just mean failed failed as a quality. Yeah. Like why why it doesn't why it's not Yeah, I know good. it's getting good reviews. Yeah, um, I'm but, I'm losing my mind over that one. <laughs> yeah. Well I did again, I did have fun. Um I sure. can't say the audience I was in had fun. Sure. I think younger generations are probably really enjoying this. And if you think about it, the so I this actually goes into the problem. And I think I would have had way more fun. It's really weird. This one scene kind of gets at the core. So she's there so they're saying like okay so it's a it's a requill of a sequel, a sequel to a or whatever yeah and she goes no we're in a franchise right and then she starts listing off she's like iron man star wars uh and and to my my thought is you fucking idiot that's not what you're in you're in a horror sequel. You're in part five of a sequel. Why are you comparing it to superhero movies and Star Wars? You need to say we're in Jason Takes Manhattan. We're in, we're in like, you know, part five of Elm Street. That's the actual horror comparison. And it's the fact that they didn't yeah. think that. The fact that they compared themselves to like superhero films is to me like the core of why they didn't understand what they were doing. Because... Like, that's the obvious comparison. And had they made that, everything else would have been more forgivable in my head. And in, in fact, it was because that's how I was treating the movie. I was treating it like Nightmare on Elm Street Right, you're, we're treating it like Scream 6. Yeah, I was treating like yeah. Halloween 5. Yeah, where it's like, uh, this, is, this is just bullshit. Like, I, I want to yeah. have some fun. I want to have some stupid moments. And, and the characters are stupid in this. They do stupid things. But that's oh, constantly. okay. Because yeah. it's well, Scream the, 6. Right. It's a slasher movie. They're supposed to do dumb things. Right. And they should have um, said in that scene, they should have said like, yeah, we're in part six of a slasher series. Let's think about the rules to that. But instead, they're like, they're fucking Hollywood addled brains. Whatever producer note was like, we got to compare it to Iron Man. What the fuck? Like, that's so weird. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah. it, th- to me that digs into like why they didn't understand like what they needed to be doing uh tone wise for this film like if they weren't going to subvert it make it funny and there was a little bit of funny parts uh the part at the end where the cop runs at her with a gun but doesn't shoot the gun made me laugh uh yeah that was ridiculous (laughs) yeah and i wanted more of that to be honest i wanted it to be dumber and that's why i did enjoy like you know the set pieces I did like when Dermot Moroni gets all like eye twitchy and and weird when he's delivering his villain monologue (laughs) yeah but, but again, like, like every felt, scream yeah know? it it just felt so like that whole i don't know it's it's the sixth scream movie so i don't know what i'm expecting but like right. it just felt so contrived by the end of it like it's like okay here everybody's gonna do their crazy killer voice now you know all the his the his two teenage kids are like slobbering or whatever you know and it's just yeah. like it's just you're all just doing like what Matthew shit. lillard was doing yeah it's i don't know it's it just it, I don't, I don't the, know the people I, I, in the audience the people in the audience were losing their minds but again they're all like teenagers they're all high sure. like uh, like yeah. they're they're just having a good time and so like yeah. I think that's that's generally where it's like yeah people are I having think, fun watching this I think I would have um, liked it oh, I, 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 my enjoyment of the film probably would have gone up exponentially if they took out that stupid rules scene like it's yes, so that really bad. soured me yeah that that lost it's me so bad uh, yeah. Um, because like I will at, at the very least I'll say the the violence the kills are are a bit a step above of, from the last movie if that's yeah. if you're into that aspect of slashers which I am I that's the thing is I think as a slasher um, I'm trying to I always try to think of this like uh, again uh, this I really wish they had done the better monologue because when you think of this in the 
in in uh this is part six of a slasher franchise i try to picture like what is this going to feel like 20 years from now mm-hmm. like where you know future friday night movie night people watching shit like yeah, this because it is, is kind of silly and dumb you know is this going to be the freddy's dead of the series <laughs> like- right <laughs> And that's what the conversation they should have been having was. Yeah, and that yeah. was really frustrated me. But I was still enjoying it on that level. Like I, I at least judged it on that level. Um, and so by doing that, I was just sort of enjoying myself. Uh, even though, again, like, I, to be honest, I don't think I ever really, I don't know. I, most screams, I, I don't think, I always like swap between like, oh, that's the killer. No, that's the killer. No, that's the killer. Because that's what the point of the screams are. Yeah. This was like the first one where I was like, oh, those two are the killer and they never will stop being the killer in my head. And then, oh, there they are as the killer. Uh, because like, I, who the I, fuck else would it be? Yeah, I pegged Jack Quaid in the last one just because the, the casting felt too right. Per- I think perfect. At a certain I was like, well, he point, has yeah. to be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, oh, who's it going to be? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as you pointed out, like these these legacy characters or these strangers, one of which is played by a notable actor, you know. Like, yeah, the other two you've barely seen in any scenes, like the yes. the roommate, especially the 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 uh, boy roommate, like he just vanishes for long stretches of the he movie. Really like, does, well, he's yeah. clearly one of the murderers. <laughs> See, I thought so. I thought he was a decoy. Like, I I thought he was there to. Um, to be like that was the only one to that throw got off me. suspicion yeah yeah when they had but like when when uh when it was real the revealed the cop i assumed it was going to be uh the the daughter and then i thought it was going to be something interesting mm-hmm. uh like i i think they should introduce like a stranger or something like that um or i'm sure we were all hoping for matthew lillard i think they uh did they adr adr that line which one? Did you oh, notice if, that? Oh, they might. When they're have, sitting yeah. down and they talk about Stu, and they cut away to the TV, and someone says, "Like if a, he's if he if, died, if you believe he's felt, dead, yeah, that's what yeah, she says. it felt like they had like read the internet and they ate. Oh yeah, that. there's a, there's a hashtag Stu lives. Like it's yeah, yeah. And Skeet's back um, in this one. Always <laughs> yeah, love seeing Skeet <laughs> covering Skeet in more and more makeup to make him yeah, look in a reflection. <laughs> Like CGI'd to hell, so he looks like 26 years ago. (laughs) He does not. He looks terrifying. And I'm sure, here's the thing. Old Skeet looks fine. He looks great. Yeah. What they're doing to him in this is terrifying. Yeah, they're de-aging him. But he he looks, he looks weird. He looks weird. Every, yeah, every time I Google it and go like, is that another actor? Did they get another actor? Because like, what are they doing to his face? And then the hair drapes, like, it's just, it looks. Yeah. The nineties hair Buscemi, hello fellow kids, you know. <laughs> and it's like again, he's I get it, because that does make sense. She wouldn't imagine him old. That would be yeah, weird. She wouldn't so they don't have a choice. All rich today. <laughs> yeah. But that's another thread that they don't do really do anything with. Not they really. did in the I, first one too. I was hoping maybe at the end she would like kill her sister or something. Like after yeah, because, after going ape shit on on the killers again, like she did in the last film, it's like oh oh, there's the darkness coming out. Now we got a trilogy, right. you know. And that's that's really the thing. So we think about we think about sequels, um, like the these the franchise sequels to horror films, and we think about what happens in those. Tommy Jarvis murdering fucking um, Jason, mm-hmm. and then going to like a mental institution. Right? He goes to the halfway house. The halfway house, yeah. Uh, and then someone else takes Jason. That's like that's such a weird turn of events. And then of course people didn't like it, so they're like, bring him back as a zombie. Bring Ghostface back as a zombie. Have zombie stew. Fuck it. That would um, be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, or you think about um, a weird example, but Orphan Two. Even Orphan Two was like, we need to do something different here. Yeah, that's uh, true. That was that was kind of an interesting spin yeah yeah i mean the movie was silly but they did they knew they did they can't just do the same fucking thing yeah um i i'm trying to think of um uh halloween is it the curse of michael myers the one where the niece uh kills at the end uh that's another version where it's like oh my god the cycle continues that's like five Uh, i think is that five right so these are all things that that happen in slasher films these are tropes but they're not well used tropes and it would be really nice to see that here. Like, it's just really weird that they claim to be so subversive. They claim to be so into horror, 
Uh, but they're not really thinking There's... about what a sixth scream then would be. Right. They're still trying to do the thing that every the thing that everyone thought was hip and clever twenty seven years ago. Right. Like and having a character call out the rules of a horror movie. Um, well, and it was, it, well, also himself being a suspect. Cause like Randy's kind of a suspect until the end of the movie. Oh yeah. He's a big um, suspect. Yeah. 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 Actually he kind of is. <laughs> um, so it, I don't that, know. It just, I, I don't think you can keep doing that. No, because uh, I think what, what's weird is that it feels like it's getting tamer and tamer. Um, that's the weird part is like this group of friends, they feel like a little like Disney channel to me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and they don't they're not like this is weird to say it's not raunchy enough even i mean there's there's sex in this there was some good bits with the roommate yeah um but like it it feels it feels oddly tame even though they they do the gore they do the blood Mm -hmm. but the plot is very tame again they're too scared to kill anybody they they did kill dewey and that was cool and that created an element of suspense in this one where you're like, oh, maybe they will kill somebody. Yeah. But then they didn't. They don't kill and anybody. Like, literally... yeah. and, and then three characters get what appears to be mortally stabbed and then come back yeah. at the end. Oh, they're fine. It's like, one oh. of them is like runs back and is like, hey, guys, I got stabbed in the gut on the subway, but I'm fine. Yep. I don't even need medical assistance now. And then when they're getting in the ambulance, she even says, like, it's a twist on a twist. And it's like, you mean not a twist. Yeah. That's what you're describing yeah, is you're not un- a twist. You're untwisting the twist is what you're doing. Yeah, what it's like done. we subverted it by not being subversive. Yeah, how are you like... sprinting after you get stabbed in the gut with a, anyway, yeah. huge hunting And knife. so like. Uh, her it, brother it, too. Like the scene where I like genuinely thought he was dead because both killers grab him and they stab him no shit like 20 times. It's just they're yeah. both holding him and just stabbing his ass off. They, they took him to stab town, Dave. They really did. And he just they, comes back at the end. It's a, it's a ticket to Stabtown. One-way I mean, ticket. They but apparently the, not a one-way ticket. They kind of did the same thing with Dewey. Like, in, in Scream 2, Dewey gets his ass stabbed off of himself. Oh, like, yeah. You remember? It really looks like he's dead in Scream 2. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's the same kind of thing. But boy, they, they sure they sure really wanted you to think that this character was dead. Like, they, really they could did. not have made it look more final. The only way they could have is if they actually cut his head off. But, yes. like, you believed they, he was dead. He's in the ambulance with his head sewn back <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But seriously, you bandage. believed that character was dead. And that was, it felt like that fine. was the point of right. the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was, and like, so sad because you liked him. And it, right. It's, it's <laughs> kind of getting to a point yeah. where you're like, oh, I don't feel like anybody's in danger anymore. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> a character apparently can get stabbed. This is a world where getting stabbed They're like all 15 just so times casually is stabbed. Fun. Courtney Cox, um, uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown, um, her brother, who uh, the actor, I don't know his name, um, Hayden Panettiere, and I think that's every, that's every, or even Jenna Ortega gets stabbed at the end, but it's like not a problem. So that one doesn't really count. But like those four characters, no shit. It looks like they are dead. <laughs> and then they right. all just come back at the end. <laughs> right. Which again, anti-slasher. Yeah. Like a slasher that barely kills people. Uh, like how... Like that's the weirdness is like the okay so uh, how many people get killed in this oh uh, it's probably got uh, a pretty good body count to be honest a a lot of randos get killed yeah they have to bring in a lot of randos like there's like three randos in the convenience store the two murderers in the beginning and then also Samara Weaving who they murder in the beginning Um, so that's six right there and that's just in two scenes yeah Um, so seven um, eight Courtney Cox's boyfriend Uh, seven was uh the girl that falls out of the fire escape. Um, okay. The killers so are how, nine, 10, 11, but there's probably somebody many, else. I think, right, there's, I many, think there's only like five actual murders. I was going to say, but how many like of those are characters that we know? Like it did like, we kind of knew the, is it just the girlfriend? It's just the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. That seems wrong, right? Right, yeah, because uh, um, what's-her-name's death turned out to be a, a red herring because she was one of the murderers. Right. Um, Everybody else is like boyfriend or stranger. Right, yeah, or, it's all like, stra- She's the. You're right. She's the only character we knew that gets killed outside of the murderers. Right, so it really feels like they were, like they were ultra safe. 
while trying to claim how subversive they are. I do want to, so I want to go back to though, because I said I like this and I do want to note something because you mentioned the convenience store. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how fast this moves. I like that it feels kind of like a rampage. Like they, there is so many ghost face attacks one after another. Like I liked yeah. that, that scene where For- he just like, jumps them on the street and then goes to the convenience store and goes on the, like i liked that shotgun scene. right I yeah that was it fun. was it was a little bewildering at first because like at first you know it's halloween so at first you're like oh is this is this really ghost face and then as the chase right. continues like oh shit it's really ghost face <laughs> like right and then when they're like regrouping at the apartment and then he's just like ah, i'm here yeah, like yeah. i liked how often he showed up right first uh, or th- they showed up because it's three of them that was another uh, another idea that i thought was like oh i got excited about and then the movie wound up doing something different like for a minute there i thought the whole thing was going to take place in one night that would have been great that would have been really cool there's so many cool things you yeah. know what i also wanted um, because when they showed the big shrine room, yeah, I wanted like ten ghost face. I wanted it to be like a cult, like you that's learn that I, it's a. It's that's like, what I thought. Yeah, a cult I, of. Yeah. I legitimately thought it was going to be a gang of ghost that's faces. What I, yeah, that's what I was saying about that theater scene when they first go there. I really liked. It was kind of chilling to show this like temple to ghost face. And then when they reveal, just like, I'm getting revenge because you killed my son and this is just his stuff. I was like, that sucks. I want to meet the person who made this collection. Yeah. Like, I want to meet, I wanted to meet the person who built this. We apparently and already did. It was Jack Quaid in the last exactly. movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that, that kind of sucks because it was like, fuck, man, that you, you hit on a good idea of like this cult of Ghostface. Uh, and it's and not this, like, like it's, internet troll army going after her and they could all be one in the same, but they just like, mm-hmm. we don't get to see any of that. Yeah. I mean, and people, it's that, that would have been, you know, that's a legitimate place to take it because, you know, with the, like the Dahmer show that just came out and it's the, the yeah. controversy of, uh, you know, how we sort of kind of glamorize uh, murderers uh, in, in popular culture. So that could have been a legitimate way for the movie to go. Yeah. Right. Um, or the way you were describing where it's just a vigilante, because again, who gives a fuck about movies? I really that hope was such that an, they that was would... such an offer. <laughs> right. And it would have been amazing if they were just like, what are the rules? And someone goes, there's no, it's not, he's not going by movie rules. This person is not going by movie rules. So we don't have to like, I want to see a scream where like, he doesn't call them first where he, it's just like doing Man, they different... won't do that it's such a part of it though it's like that's, i know it's almost like doing a, a freddy movie where he doesn't attack you in your dreams almost. that's true almost but like these these series is all about horror tropes and subverting them or mm-hmm. not and so it's 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 tough because they're it's like it's like if a stand-up comedian his their whole bit was making fun of other comedians they better be funny you know what i mean yeah like if that's their whole bit if someone's talking about how george carlin sucks they better be funny yeah uh and so like this movie is like uh we're gonna we don't care about horror movies fuck those tropes we're gonna do everything new uh, and then it's like well then you better do that yeah shouldn't you yeah, you should probably do that one of the i will say related to the phone calls uh that was uh, one of the times I laughed the hardest in this movie. So I did laugh a few times. It was a you know generally entertaining movie. I just thought it was bad and disappointing. Um, yeah. Is when is when Courtney Cox is on the phone with Ghostface and then she says, uh, "Can you hold?" And he's like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> she that was great. These, that was these so good. <laughs> they so after like Ready or Not, like they have a good sense of comedy horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The part where she's where she's just like, is that Paul? And you hear the voice go, who the fuck is Paul? Yeah. Like there's there was a couple good like there's good there's good jokes in this, yeah. Not yeah. all not all of the jokes are good, but there are good ones. Yeah. No, I still think these directors are good. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, is like I really just I hope they can they don't have to do screams all their lives. Cause I think Scream is a property that's probably uh got a lot of people uh involved in. You know what I mean? Oh, there's for a sure. lot of like this person has to be involved. This person has to be involved. Um, you know who I didn't need? Uh, Nev Campbell. And uh, nothing against her. But I'm like, yeah, get, ri- get rid of I didn't, Courtney I didn't, Cox, too. I didn't really need I Courtney Cox, either. I mean, yeah, I'm, n- nothing I mean, against her. I'm, I'm fine. I'm happy she was there. But, like, the, mov- <laughs> the movie didn't really need her. No. You know what the movie I really didn't need? Kirby. <laughs> from <laughs> the, Scream the, the Return of I Kirby said, from Scream yeah. 4. 
It was like one of those moments where they give her a musical like cue. Yeah. Like we're supposed to be really amazed there that Kirby's is, there. And I was is, like, it is a Kirby. thing. It is a thing within the fandom of Scream that oh, I'm pe- sure people wanted her to come back because you don't technically see her die in Scream 4. Right. It just felt like if like, you know, they brought back like Crispin Glover from <laughs> one of the, from you, you Jason. Would, you would do musical fanfare <laughs> okay, that's for bad, Crispin Glover. Yeah, bad, bad, ex- example. <laughs> bad example. Bad example. Bad example. <laughs> He does that uh, dance into the room. Yeah. Oh, that would, okay. That that would be incredible. Um, but you know what I mean, where it's like, yeah, yeah. Or it's it's some uh, really inconsequential character from three sequels ago. And this was like <laughs> FBI Kirby, and yeah. they. So this is nothing against the actress. They dressed her up. It felt like she was a Halloween character, like she, like like going as an FBI agent. She was wearing like a leather jacket, and she was like really cool looking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dress her up like an adult, will you? Like what the what the fuck? Uh it's weird. I thought yeah. it was weird. I thought her costume I kept being like she looks like she's like It's it's hip horror movie character costume, you know. You yeah. know how it is. They, they you it's have fine. you have the you have the regular cops and then you have the cool cop who wears a leather jacket. Yeah. And that, I mean there's a history of dumb outfits. I mean Tommy Jarvis in his Canadian tuxedo. Oh man, he is uh, dripping with denim. Yeah, he is. Dripping with Canadian gold. <laughs> Yeah, but I I think there's like there I it feels like they're they're not sure what to do anymore. They and so they play it very safe cuz like they're like we got to get get as many legacy characters back, but we're not going to pay Nev Campbell that much. Uh and so uh, rightfully she's just like, you know, I bounce. You know what would have been great if the third mask came off and it was fucking Nev Campbell. Like if they had done that as a publicity thing. Oh man. Uh, and she was Ghostface. That would have been cool. Like it's just like <laughs> that'd have made some fans pretty angry. And oh this, yeah, this movie but I'm is, just... is so conservative. But yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing, is I was thinking about this shit because I was like, give me something. Yeah. Give me give me give me something in the plot that's actually is subversive or surprising. And mm-hmm. they don't. Um not so far. And that's right. And and that i i was reading about certain things that they have like rules that like because you know movies have rules mm-hmm. uh scream especially which is like they want them to always be these self-contained whodunits which i get it so they're never gonna like do like um like a sequel that's what, uh, that's what like kind of makes it like difficult a, to, to keep... be continued you know it's part of what kind of makes it difficult to keep bringing back characters because if you right. keep bringing back so many characters from the previous film, it really dwindles the whodunit pool. Unless, yeah, unless one of those characters becomes the murderer. Right, which they literally, she she suggests. She says, one of you guys could be a murderer. One of the core four. They bring that up. And then it's like, oh, that would be an interesting thing to do. But oh, nope, don't do that. And so that's, that's the issue. Because they, it seems like they have... I, I just feel like there's a producer like with their talents in this who's like you can't do that you can't do I'm that sure, don't I'm do sure I'm sure there's many this is a lucrative uh, property exactly <laughs> and so like for that reason yes the comparison to Marvel is actually apt it just shouldn't be what they're thinking that shouldn't be how their head where their head it shouldn't at, be you know? how they approach making the movie I agree no there I think there's something to so we're in a world where you can make 10 sequels now right and mm-hmm. they all are treated with reverence I think the that creates some really boring sequels because you look at those old horror sequels. I think part of what made those work is a level of nihilism, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, from the filmmakers who are like, who gives a shit? Like we're not, we're, we're making fucking, you know, we're making the sixth Jason. Let's have fun with it. Right. And they also, uh, I mean, that's a little bit different because the main characters of those movies are the murderers. Um, yes. So it's yeah, it's, of course it's, a, it's different. It's a yeah. lot easier to make those episodic, um, right? But yeah, they're but I really. Mean, I guess they're... maybe it's not. You could just be like, "Fuck it." There's no returning characters in Scream Seven. This is just a whole new whodunit with a bunch of new characters. Yeah. Go enjoy. Why, it should be. It should be new fucking characters every. It really, sequel. it really should be. It really should be. I think that would help the movies from turning out like this, where it's just kind of like you have a bunch of characters who you know aren't in danger, and then you dangle the possibility of them dying in front of us like four no kidding four characters are yeah. appear to be dead and then just come back 
there's this yeah i don't know it, you and it, it makes it's for part of the confusion like we like yeah. we guessed the murderer so fast literally because they're pretty much the only characters who aren't the returning characters right because there's like um, there's I, like six returning characters yeah, that's exactly. most of the cast it's like well we're pretty sure none of them are the murderers and that's the thing there's this like legacy aspect there's a few things it's like I, I said this before on like Hypecast or something. Mm-hmm. I think after Scream 1, they 100% should have dropped the meta horror movie stuff. Yeah. Dropped it. You dropped it immediately. You really, it's even even that original trilogy struggled to keep doing it. Yes. And it, it, it didn't succeed in doing it, in fact. Yes. And then once it gets to six, we're like, what's the rule of the six movie? It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I can't get well, you know, like, out dro- of my face. Dro- <laughs> drop, that sh- drop that shit. Secondly, and this is kind of, I'm. I would be sad if they did this, but they probably should have did this. I think they needed to have new characters from Scream 2 because this legacy shit is getting really bogged down. It reminds me of how, like, um, how the Terminator movies got, like, in its own weird legacy. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, uh, that's not what it was about. It's just a slasher. Terminator versus person. We don't need to know, like, all these details. Like, that's what's happening here, right? Is it's becoming this, like, daughter of billy loomis uh yeah like, it's it's really convoluted and silly and it's just man when 80 percent of your cast is returning characters from yeah. their previous film it's like right this is not going to be a very compelling whodunit right look at and other whodunits and they just so they yeah you're right so they do end up having ghostface just kill a bunch of random strangers and then one yeah. person who we know for three scenes yeah. Uh, and yeah, you look at any other who done it and it's like they always start fresh, right? There's always one investigator and then it's an entirely new cast. Um and so like that's a problem. You look at Scream like look at fucking Scream 2 and why Scream 2 kind of worked is I believe there was only like two legacy characters in that. No, there one. were three. No, four actually. Three? There four? was uh there was Dewey, Randy, um Sydney and um and Gail. Gail. Yeah. Yeah, and Randy gets everybody killed else. very abruptly. Which yeah. was a, that was a good move. That was a good instinct. That was a good, that was yeah. a really good instinct. And they had a lot of they had a lot of new characters as well. Mm-hmm. Uh and so like there was a lot of leeway there, right? Um that was like you know, that worked but you're right is that as they kept making them it's just dwindling returns. Mm-hmm. Um but at least so at least I think it's a problem with legacy characters too because that they kept that small, right? Like, and I guess it is again from four, that four. from from that movie on. It was three, but there was there was more than four in this one, though. Even though they said core four, there was they brought um, Hayden Panettiere from the other movie. Yeah. Um. So that was five actually, and then Gale was six. Right. So they're running. That, that's the thing is the legacy characters are compounding, mm-hmm. and now they're like having reverence for Scream Four, and it's like, yeah. come on, guys, <laughs> it's like, dude, like this is exhausting. Um. That's the like. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fourth best scream movie like, yeah bring back fucking why are we cheering Dev Campbell. For this? yeah bring back the people from the original film or nobody else at all i don't give a shit about the other characters if jerry o'connell showed up like i'm actually alive i'd be like well, cool man why are you here jerry Get o'connell out. is a zombie now nah, there you go so there you go jerry o'connell zombie ghost face yeah so like you're right it's it, they're just running out of suspects because mm-hmm. they just keep adding more legacy characters and now we have these these characters that are like her friends who I didn't even remember from the previous film and so it's now like what how many fucking characters are like safe because they they don't dare make them the killer uh too many yeah the it's too many it's the answer is 6 which is too yeah. many <laughs> Yeah, you it's have, have to like a, sl- a cast of twenty people. It's yeah, in it's order a, to make those six. Like, it's hard yeah. to do a whodunit slasher when six members of the uh, cast are are safe. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, it, it they, it's they need to switch gears. They desperately, mm-hmm. desperately need to switch gears. Yeah. Uh, some good it, stabbing it is, in this movie, though. Some solid stabbing. Right, because at the end of the day, I know why people liked this i'm not sure why critics liked it to be honest that is that's know, what confuses me yeah yeah i know why most people like this because who gives a shit right Scream it's, Six. As, as a slasher movie it's it's fine you know people get the bejesus stabbed out of them and it's you know i don't know yeah, <laughs> that's it has some your, funny parts it's it got some funny some parts fun you know it's got some fun kills it's it's a decent slasher movie yeah um but it's just like, let, let me roll that back it is a perfectly watchable slasher movie <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it's also we're we're people who have been with the franchise from the beginning. Yeah, we're crusty old farts. Yeah, we probably have more reverence for it than we should in the sense that we want it to be good. Uh, we want it. And I don't know why we want it to be good. Yeah, because um, really there's only one good Scream movie. There really is only one good Scream. It's, scream 2 is okay. Yeah. Remember Scream 3? That was a fucking mess. Jay and Oof. Silent Bob are Jay in Scream 3. Jay and Silent 3. Bob are in Scream 3. Right. And so this is what's wild is all this criticism. I got to tell you, this is probably the scr- the second, my second favorite Scream like when you actually look at them all i kind of this is kind of my second favorite and it's terrible my my i I, i'm gonna go with scream 2 as my second favorite i I still think third favorite then i still think in general the 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 movies in sequence are how i would rank them (laughs) that's fair i see i although three is real bad Three and four are, I think, terrible. They are pretty um, bad. Three, four, and five, I think, are in the lower. That's the thing. Is that's why I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I think, yeah, maybe, maybe scream one, two, and then this six. Um, scream takes Manhattan. I, because again, I had fun with this because new setting, and that was enough to make me go, okay, this is interesting. Like, I'm, I'm having a fun time, mm-hmm. even if it didn't amount to anything. And but it was disappointing in that it kept making these offers that were so grand that I was like, oh, I hope they do that. And then they just did the same fucking thing, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, it's like it's like it's like a street magician being like, this is nothing you've ever seen. And then he saws a pulls, woman in half. Pulls a coin out of your ear. Yeah. And uh, you're yeah like, okay. Oh. Just blew my mind, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I just wanted to call out. Um, we had mentioned earlier the convenience store sequence. Even though they show it in the trailer, it's still pretty good in the in the film. It is uh, good. Like we mentioned, it starts with Ghostface just randomly chasing him on the street, and you're not even sure it's the real Ghostface at first. It was a well done sequence. And then, so on a similar note, the subway sequence, um, even though they show it in the trailer, is actually pretty well done in the movie. I yes. thought it was a good sequence. And what are what is the common thread of both sequences? Uh, they use the city. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was saying, like, I really like that they use the city. And I honestly, I wish they used it more. I, I wish, like, you saying it happened, it would all happen in one night is a great idea. If it all happened in one night and it almost entirely in public, I think that would have been really cool. If it was just like Halloween and they're just dealing with like Ghostface and yeah. quietly picking them off there was in a, a very public places, I think that would have been really smart and cool. Yeah. Um, there was a, a, a part of the uh, convenience store sequence is, um, you know, he's terrorizing them in the convenience store and it's only about 60 seconds because the cops show up quick. And then when the cops show up, you see the mask on the ground and he's run out the back. And I was like, oh shit, that's a great idea because seriously, you just take, if you take off the Ghostface mask, it could be fucking anybody. You're in the middle of New right. York City. Yeah, like, exactly. I was like, oh, that's a great idea. So, yeah, I think you doing stuff out in the open more would have been cool, too. Yeah. And that, uh, but that, they that did, opening they did was real good, that man. Made me enjoy it. That opening was yeah, real that, good. The opening was really good. I, I did. I still like the stupid ladder thing because it was yeah, like. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, and I liked Ghostface's mannerisms during it. I liked um, that he like, like puts the knife in the windowsill yeah. in a very matter-of-fact way and shakes it and then plucks plucks it back up and like it was you knew it was coming you knew like that oh yeah obviously whoever's last is gonna die well but and it also was so fun she, to watch she had been gutted at that point like he right. drags the knife up her stomach i'm like well she's not right. gonna make it and here's what actually bummed me out is i thought she was gonna die on the ladder and her guts were gonna, gonna fall go out. yeah as he was banging her up and down on the ladder i was like yeah. oh her guts are gonna fall out i mean it was still pretty fun it was still pretty gnarly yeah shit, eat shit on it on the side of a dumpster yeah the whole theater like, reacted to that one yeah oh yeah well i had a very rowdy theater and it was kind of good it was the kind of thing where i'm like yes you know if i was watching doubt i would be like let's not be rowdy <laughs> but i'm watching during doubt yeah oh my god oh movies are back what but no it was <laughs> but like there were Yo, she said she has the... doubt yeah when the killer took off their mess some like teenage girls were like oh <gasps> and i'm like good for you like good for you you were born like fucking you know 18 years ago or whatever and this stuff still surprises you and good for you i'm glad i'm glad that people were enjoying themselves watching this that young people were sure because i'm just this old gross bastard who's alone in the theater (laughs) like a theater filled with people on dates and like in crowds and and i'm like dave 
Yeah, and I'm like, all right, let's watch bit. Scream Six. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, that's the thing. That that's part of why it made me go like, yeah, all right, all right, Scream Six. Sure. I'm having fun with you. Yeah. Because people are enjoying you, and that's the most you can ask for. You know, like yeah. if the crowd was dead silent during this, that'd be another thing. I think I think they all deserved a little bit better movie. But uh yeah, yeah sure, it's perfectly no, I, it's I, it's perfectly watchable. I agree though. I agree that like Part of the reason I enjoyed this is because I went in it expecting absolute dog shit. <laughs> uh, because I had just I had been so burnt by the last one. I was cautiously uh, optimistic because of, of yeah. the good reviews, and then I heard an interview with the filmmakers there. Like we kind of made we kind of played it real safe in the first one, to as sort of like like an exchange that they let us go a little wild with this one. I was like, okay, yeah, but did you? <laughs> Not but that, really, that, the violence was that, definitely more intense. And that's what they're talking about because yeah, that probably. really speaks to the producers who have their talents in this, where they're like, you get a little bit of something, <laughs> but you can't subvert the plot in any interesting way. No interesting way. Even though you keep uh, like, you could tell they wanted to. They're like tapping, you know, they're like tapping there on the glass the trying to push. The beginnings of some interesting offers and ideas in this movie for sure. Maybe they'll do them in the next one. I'm sure there's going to be a next one. This thing is killing it. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I see. I walked right into that one, Dave. Get it. Killing it. Oh, like a murder. <laughs> like a homicide. Like a knife. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, that is the part that frustrates me. I came out of this movie generally like, yeah, I had fun. Because again, I, I kept it to that standard, but I recognized there were so many offers. Like again, that opening was so strong. Yeah, that was And a nothing great lived opening. up to it. Yeah. Um, and that was that's really the issue is they kept saying they were gonna subvert it, and then they absolutely didn't mm-hmm. uh some from good, beginning to end. Some def some genuinely good scenes though. Yeah. I like knife in the throat, you know. I like I like all the murders. I, I, yeah. I, I, like I said, I liked, even though it, yeah, you're right. It was scream too. I liked that set piece. Um, I liked, again, it, it, I liked it because it promised something that it didn't actually deliver. But I, that's the thing is like, I liked all the promises and I guess I spent the movie fantasizing about a better version. <laughs> uh, but I did like that. They included that. I, stuff. I watched that movie in my head while this one was going yeah. on. Yeah. Kind of. All right. I don't think we need to talk any longer about Scream 6, nah, Dave. we don't have to talk any longer about Scream 6. Thanks for listening, folks. Yeah. Um, listen here. Uh, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-O-Y. Unemployed. Um, we have exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder's Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, Spielboys. Um, every Friday night, we watch movies with our patron through our Discord. Uh, in fact, you've, you've already missed it. But we yesterday watched the Oscars. We sure as did. A live stream. We sure did. So like Dave. we we do we do stuff on there. You know we 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 interact with with all of you. And then we have tiers where you can like make custom. We just watched episodes, custom podcasts, a lot of shit on there that you should check out. Yeah, slap your little ghost face peepers on that, and yeah. slap them on. We have a store. Head over to gameplayemployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. Uh, you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So, yeah, your ghost little peepers, put them over there. If you yeah. want. You don't have to. Yeah, It's up to you. Oh, also, important message from this movie. Uh, don't go to New York City. It sucks. Yeah, really just a lot of, lot, of, lot of murderers running around. And buildings and cars and shit. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just not, it's not great. It seems it's, noisy. Uh, it seems real noisy. It is. Mm-hmm. It is noisy, Tom. I hate it. 